Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here are your hosts, Bob Lambert and Jennifer Villarreal. Hey, good Saturday afternoon, and welcome to Faith Marketplace, where we equip entrepreneurs, small, small businesses, with creatives, with resources, community, to make a kingdom impact to glorify our mighty God, while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. I'm Bob Lambert, the co-founder of Samurai Business Group and also Faith Marketplace. We offer entrepreneurs, individuals, small mid-market companies, and their teams advanced business development and sales skills. Most of our clients report that they have doubled or tripled their top-line revenue within 12 to 18 months. At Samurai Business Group, we put the wind back in your sails. And today, we've got somebody here on board with us today, all the way from Atlanta. Uh, this young lady is quite a celebrity nationwide, but also she is not only the present CEO of her company and in multiple programs that she runs, she's also a author, a speaker, and a podcaster. So welcome, Becky Davis. Thank you so much, Bob. I'm so excited to be here uh, today to share with you. Thank you. Yes. And Becky, you know, one of the things, the company's name is MVP Work, but you've got some things that just are outstanding. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, one of the things that's uh, about you is bosspreneur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a trademark thing and that you got, you got that thing trademarked and everything and it's all over the place and you got wonderful stuff. What, how in the world did you come up with that? Well, with bosspreneur, actually, um, was working with the brand coach and she actually kind of came up with it with me saying, you know, I spent 20 years as a boss um, managing people in corporate America and I started my business and I really want to help people who want to start their business. And she put the two together and said, you know what, that really makes you the bosspreneur. And <laughs> so we took that name and, and um, I trademarked it, bought all of the social um, domains for it. And that became uh, the title. And since then, um, at, with the title of Chief Bosspreneur, we also have some other programs that we brand um, Bosspreneur to as well. So um, with the company MVP Work, I was so excited with my company name um, because I was wanting to start a business that focused on um, meaning, values, and purpose and uh, in the work. So MVP is for meaning, values, and purpose work. I love that. That's great. <laughs> Well, it sounds like that was God inspired all of it. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Let's take people back a little bit because um, you just didn't bust on the scene here with all this. You got a tremendous background. So why don't we share with our with our listeners uh, a couple things here as to uh, your big corporate background and and take us through that. Um, Some of the things that you had, some challenges you had, what led you into opening up your own company, and also kind of weave through there your face story. Yeah. So. Um, definitely, Bob. I uh, My background in history is retail management. I worked 20 years in retail management. And when I 
started um, in my 20s in retail uh, management, I kind of got the bug that, hey, I love leading people. Um, I didn't like so much that they wouldn't always follow, but I loved uh, being in the role of leading people. So um, I started in retail management. I spent five years with the limited brands uh, managing um, stores for them. And then I transitioned over to Luxottica Retail, which is the largest optical retailer in the world with Sunglass Hut, Sears Optical, Target Optical, Lens Crafters. Um, they're all up under the same uh, umbrella. So I spent 15 years working um, in that arena. And again, I loved uh, the, the leadership role. What I had to learn is how to get people to want to follow me. That's one thing with having a title because I started in my 20s and I thought, hey, I'm the boss. Why are you guys not listening? And uh, <laughs> had to learn. I needed to learn some things to get them to want to follow uh, me and my leadership. And so um, working in corporate America is where I really learned and honed a lot of the skills that, um, that I use today in my business. And it was a big part of me deciding to start a business because um, I was really good at coaching and development. I was really good at uh, motivating influence and driving for results. And that's like the super uh, combination to uh, exceeding my results every year in, uh, in retail. So well, I remember I, telling me part of that story is that the bosses labeled you and saw how you turned, turned situations around from negatives into positives. Yes. And all of a sudden that's what they were shuffling you into all the yes, time. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I was, I became the turnaround queen and, and yeah. it, was, it was good and it was bad. It was good. Cause it was like, yes, it got me exposure. It was bad because every time I was sent into a market. It was the worst performing market. And so it's like, okay, let me, let me figure this out and figure out how we, how do we get this turned around and in the right direction? Uh, what I did not know at that time is that God was already preparing me for my own company. I did not realize that all of that, um, that was happening, going in and figuring out and then turning around and coming up with some different strategies and using my own little process and formula that God already had something in the future, which is what I was going to be doing in business for other companies is going in to figure out where are we losing money? Where's the low hanging fruit? How are you getting people to... I did not realize that. So I was just like, oh, why, why me? Why me? But God was like, I'm preparing you for something. Right. You just have to go through this. Yeah, and you got to <laughs> trust me, right? You right. Trust me. <laughs> exactly. Big word, believe me. Uh, trust, because it's a hard thing to do. But, you know, Becky, but you had, you had a little bit of a, a challenge with your health, right? Yes. I, in um, 2011, I went and had surgery and it was a, a standard surgery that women get all the time. And I went in on December the 29th, 2011 and came home on January the 1st of 2012. But on January the 3rd of 2012, I was rushed back to the hospital mm. and um, all my vital signs were kind of off the charts. My veins had collapsed, all the color in my skin um, was leaving. We knew something was wrong. We just didn't know what. It was, and then to get in there and the, the, the nurses and the doctors are trying to figure out what's going on. And my husband's like, she just has surgery, has to have something to do with that. And uh, they're like, we got to get her to the emergency room stat. Are we going to lose her? Because all of my blood had converged in my abdomen. 
And mm. after kind of waking up in the in the recovery room, they came to tell me what what happened. And it was that the first surgery they had left an organ open and I was internally hemorrhaging oh my goodness. for six wow. days. Wow. And that wow. sixth day was the day that I, it was just something not right. And that's what took me to the um, to the hospital. Well, uh, we all we, we know absolutely positively God had a plan, didn't he? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. And it was a it was an awakening for me, too, Bob, because. Yeah. I've been saying I was going to leave corporate America for three years. And every year I would push it back. Every year I would push it back uh, because I was really fearful of, of doing it. I was scared um, not being able to see what was ahead, which is what gets in all of our way is we want to be able to see that it's all going to work out. Well, because I couldn't see that, I was a little nervous and afraid. And that was my awakening. That was my uh, uh, near death to new life experience is what I call it because of after that situation, it totally shifted um, my thoughts and my life and my perspective. And I made a commitment to God um, in that moment that, okay, I, I am going to be obedient and I'm going to move forward. Cause I already knew that this is what he had purposed for me in my life. He had equipped me for it, but I was scared of it. Yeah, and yeah. so that was the shift to say, Okay, God, I, I I will move forward. That is, yeah, what a God story! I got to tell you, that is fabulous. And uh, what we want you folks out there to do here is, we want you to text us at two two four four zero four nineteen eighty eight, and everyone that does that is going to receive a, a URL to get the forty a free forty days of prayer for my business challenge. And that includes 40 inspirational and motivational videos for 40 days. Now, we're into Lent. What a great time that is, right? Exactly. That we could be doing this, right? Right before Easter. So get out there in Texas at 224-404-1988. And everyone that does that is going to get be eligible to get in there and get this wonderful gift. We're going to have a raffle a little bit later, so I'm going to tease you. You have to listen to this one to come back to get that get that raffle gift, Okay. Real quick here, just to, uh, in the final uh, seconds of this first segment, uh, Becky, um, how long ago was that that this incident happened for you, that you got the inspiration, you actually broke out to do your own business? It was eight years ago. This this okay. year starts my eighth year in um, in business. And after that situation, I went back to work for two months, and then I gave my notice. And from that time on, I have been um, building on what God has already given me to build and just listening to follow his direction in the process. And, and you, uh, I would have to, let's tell us a little quickly here. You shocked a, a whole bunch of people when you gave your announcement, didn't you? Oh man. Yes. They, they were wondering what, what's going on? Why? And because we have so many brands up under the umbrella, everyone was trying to get me to come to their brand. Well, come over here and work over here. And I was like, no, I'm out. It is done. I'm listening now. I am living. So I, I can't do it. And it was a shock. My company pursued me at least two years after I left to come back. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Folks, <laughs> listeners, I'm going to tell you, this is a God-inspired story here. There's no question about it because uh, this young lady is just lighting up. I wish you could see her face. She has got a smile as wide as the day. And uh, it's what an inspiration. We're going to get back here in our next segment. That's why you got to stay tuned because there's a whole lot more to this story that we're going to share with you. But in the meantime, get out there to our, our faithmarketplace.com website. We've got all kinds of resources 
Uh, we're doing a soft launch of a new website, so there's some real exciting things that we're going to be doing. So we kind of encourage you get out there, kind of take a look, see what's going on with us. Uh, and also, uh, we have a little donate button out there, and that's how this ministry survives. So if, you, if you're feeling pretty generous, please go out there and hit the donate button. Uh, share with us some of the, maybe some inspiration and some other things, or text us at any time, too, at uh, uh, 224-404-1988. We're going to be right back with my special guest, Becky Davis. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, welcome back. Uh, in case you missed the first segment, I'm here with Becky A. Davis. She is the present CEO of MVP Work. She's also an author, a speaker, has her own podcast, Becoming More is called the podcast. So you get out there on her website, you're going to see all that. And a little bit later, we're going to talk about something really special that she is doing as far as uh, funds and grants for businesses that have come through and have a lot of hardships through COVID, which I think is just fantastic, some of the work she's doing there. Becky, again, what does MVP stand for? Meeting values and purpose work. I love it. That is so <laughs> awesome. Well, listen, let's get into, let's dig into this a little bit more. So uh, in in your business, uh, in, and you have a couple different programs. So let's try to get the listeners to understand what that is. What Let's share with the listeners some of these programs that you have and put a little meat on the bone for them. Got you. So uh, my company is MVP Work, and we have a couple of divisions within um, the company. Um, MVP Work is um, a coach and consulting practice that really focuses on helping um, executive leadership. Um, and we do uh, team building, all built towards um, getting the results um, for the company, helping to improve and increase results. Because what I found is that a lot, just like me, I love being a leader, but why wouldn't they follow me? Why was nobody behind me? And so um, I figured out some things inside of corporate America, which became my uh, my my leadership transformation um, system that I you know work with companies on and teach uh, their executive and C-suite levels in these uh, five different areas. Um, and then one of the divisions of the company we have a. Um, a community um, for Black women entrepreneurs to create digital um, their digital program, digital course, digital revenue to be able to um, generate five figures a month, and that was kind of birthed from doing what I do. Then that started to reveal itself, and I try to really listen to um, the direction that God is leading me because that wasn't something that I started the company with. Um, it was something that continued to call. Uh, up on me. And then when I started to kind of research, um, as of 2018, these were numbers from 2018, that um, the average um, African-American uh, business owner, uh, annual revenue is 66000 a year. And then the white counterparts is $212,000 a year. And so there is a big gap and disparity. And so when I started to dig into that, um, that became kind of what the, the goal was, is how can we help these um, businesses these get to $100,000 in business and then go from there. And so the Bosspreneur um, Circle, which is our um, training and, and course for our um, members, is to be able to help uh, black, 100,000 Black women make $100,000 um, wow. going through yeah, building their, their digital um, platform. So that's one of the divisions. And then the other cool. one is our nonprofit. Right. And, and we'll get into that. We'll get into that one because I want to okay. I want to I want to hit that one pretty hard. OK, so cool. we got two kind of different things going on here. One of those are, are is designed for the main business designed for 
uh, consulting work, team building, leadership training, all of those kind of things. So that's open to pretty much any company, or is there a yes. size of company you like to work with? Is there a target size of company? And yes, there's usually most of the clients that I work with in um, in that area um, have are in the multi million dollar range. I think the smallest company that I've worked with around team building it's been around five million, okay. um, and then the largest company that I've, I've worked with has been around fifty million. Okay. Um, in in revenue um, sales coming out of an uh, organization where it was a billion dollars in helping um, individuals. So um, it's been to to I really I teach them my five step um, system, and I'll share with you what each one of those yes. steps are. Sure. Um, is to first uh, engage the heart. That's the first part. Is yeah. I realize with me as a leader, if if I wasn't touching the heart of my um, of my direct reports, I, there was always an issue. So um, to engage the heart first, inspire a vision. Um, the minute I created a vision for every team that I had and I, you know, presented the vision and, and what, I mean, I made a big to do fair about this big team meeting. I had activity cause I needed them to see the vision. Yes. Um, so to inspire the vision for them to, is like, Oh, we can do that, Becky. We can do that. Um, invest in development. One of the things that helped me to continue to grow was I continue to develop myself in the company and outside of the company. Uh, so what are you doing to continue to stretch your knowledge base? Um, and then invent your winning team. Every team that I um, took over or responsible for, I had to create the team that was going to work for me. Right. And um, so many people will um, uh, end up uh, taking over a team that's like that they inherit and they keep the team, even though the team is not working. And it's, well, yeah. they were already here. No, you have to invent the team that right. you want to win with. Right. Um, and then the last one is instill collaboration um, with with my teams. It was really important that they were the leaders. And if you were calling or reaching out to me, you were sharing with me the issue, a solution, uh, looking for thoughts and ideas, but that you started to collaborate. I wanted my team talking to each other. And uh, by the time they would call me, it's like, hey, I've talked to two or three people and here's here's kind of what they said or here. And yeah. it started to stretch them. And so wow. those five principles totally changed um, my leadership for people to want to follow me. That is so awesome, Becky, that, and then you being able to duplicate that, replicate that over and over again, because again, you walked through that through your whole corporate yeah. experience. So you knew that formula worked. Yes. Uh, how long did it take for you to kind of codify that uh, over that period of time to really lock in that that was a success formula? You know, by the time I, I, took on my last role, which was the regional vice president for the company. I was managing the Southeast, uh, the Southeast territory. So, and our, 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 the map was all over the place. Um, and so my territory, um, I had over 250 stores that, uh, reported to me and 12 regional directors. And by the time I took over that market, we were again, the, uh, worst performing in the market. I had figured out from three different teams that I'd had, I had figured out, I know what I, I need to go in here immediately to assess everybody within 90 days to know who's going to stay, 
who's going to go and who I need to bring on the team. Uh, let me see where their development is so I can start to help develop them and where we're going. So by the time I got to that role, which at that role, I had the largest amount. And you know, it's hard to steer a big ship all going in the same direction. But within um, six months, we had started to turn the ship. Within a year, we were number one. And that's when I knew I was onto something because my first, uh, when I was just managing two stores, um, it took me longer than that, but I hadn't figured the system out. Wow. Wow. That's fabulous. <laughs> that is so cool. And, and God ordained that, right? Yes. Uh, he had that there and then, you know, um, shook you up a little bit with your health and said, get off your butt get out of bed and let's get this thing going. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, listen, I, I know this is tough every single time you go out, but I've already, I've equipped you for this and right. he definitely, um, had, and when I did it with, as a regional vice president, in that short amount of time, that's when the company was like, can you go work with this region? Yeah, can you go? Right. <laughs> What's a, Becky, uh, in the time we got remaining, what are some of the biggest challenges when in this part of your business, when you go into business, what are some of the biggest challenges you see with these leaders? Um, I, the, the, there's a couple of them. Um, one is they have people, especially because I'm working with smaller companies, they have people mm-hmm. that have worked with them forever, um, right. but they're not performing, but they don't want mm-hmm. them to go but they're upset about them not performing Um, and really addressing those. um, So being able to help them navigate that. Well, if you want them to stay, even though they're not performing, here's what you have to change Um, because you've created some of these behaviors um, with this. And so that's one of the the big things that, that um, I see. And then the other thing that I see is um, really the, the leader taking Um, ownership of some of the performance that is going on. So either the leader is kind of non-existent and I kind of figure that out through working with the team or the leader um, comes in and don't is not clear on how to directly get the outcome that they want. So that's why you're getting the outcome. And they just think, well, I'm the leader. Why aren't they? No, there's some things you have to do. Right. You have to put in in place. But I think that's that's one of the biggest thing, especially with the smaller um, companies have a lot of people working that should not be there. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting you say that because I work with the same kind of companies, you know, between 10 to 50, 100 million and privately held, closely held. And there's a kind of a uh, a theme that runs through all of them that they're pretty paternalistic. You know, that they, you know, and, and as I tell them, who got you to this point is not going to get you to the next point oftentimes, right. you know, and, and there's going to have to be some tough choices you're going to make. Mm-hmm. And I find that that's one of the most difficult things for people to get to is to make those tough choices, let people go, uh, maybe change and put them in a different position, you know, because right. they're not in the right place now uh, that they were five years ago and, right. and move that. Uh, because you don't want to throw the baby out with a bathwash. If they if they've gotten you and they've proven themselves to be good employees in the past, but something is out of alignment, then yeah. you owe it to them, you know. And they also owe it to them. One of the other things too is they don't know what they don't know. Have you given right. them training? Have you given them skills and, and competencies? Have you evaluated those things? So right. I find that that's one of the biggest challenges I have oftentimes when I walk into, particularly in a sales situation. But you know, sales, unlike any other position in company, it's pretty black and white. It's ones and zeros. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a scorecard with that. You know, <laughs> yes, yes, and there's a skill set to coaching that a lot of business owners and leaders um, have a title, but they have not actually either had training or understand the process of being able to coach or getting the outcome that you want. 
on and I find and see a lot of that. So I end up working with the client to help them navigate some of those conversations. Like you got to have the conversations because a lot will say, well, can you talk to them? No, 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 no. It needs to come from you. You're the leader. (laughs) Well, listen here, you got to get out there in Texas at 224-404-1988. Everyone that does is going to get the, uh, a link to uh, the free 40 days of prayer for my business challenge, which includes 40 inspirational and motivational videos uh, for 40 days. And stay tuned to the next segment because we got another gift we're giving away. Uh, that's a special one that uh, Becky's going to give away. So get out there and check us out at faithmarketplace.com. We got all kinds of goodies out there. And we're going to be right back with my special guest, Becky Davis. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here at Faith Marketplace. I'm Bob Lambert, uh, co-host of the show, and I've got a special guest today, Becky A. Davis. She's joining us in from Atlanta, and she is the uh, bosspreneur, <laughs> president, CEO, author, speaker. I mean, my goodness, I'm getting exhausted just naming all the stuff she is of MVP work. And Becky, again, what's that stand for? Meaning, values, and purpose work. All right. Meaning, values, and purpose work. And uh, boy, that seems God inspired right there, if, it, if anything <laughs> I've ever heard of. Hey, listen, we want to dive in a little bit more. Can you care, share a couple of stories with us of two things? Number one, let's talk a little bit more about the corporate stuff you're doing when you're walking in and working with leadership and helping them turn around teams. Um, you got a story in there of maybe somebody you've worked with and what happened over a period of time with them? Definitely. One, in, in corporate and even out of corporate, in corporate is uh, um what helped me to realize that I needed to, to, that I could start my own company and help other people. Our company had acquired another company. And so they acquired another large optical company, and which was Lens Crafters, Luxottica, and they hired the Pearl Division um, brand. And I had always worked with corporations. I'd never worked with a franchise. So I knew the corporate structure, you know, mm-hmm. inside and out. And now I have like 30 franchisees that I'm responsible for. And so in kind of navigating that, we had three, uh, six stores that were due set to close in my market. And so I was going out to meet my franchisees and um, introduce myself and these six franchisees that I was going out to, to introduce myself and then kind of start to work through what the close and the shutdown of the the location was going to um, look like and how I would support them in that process. But one of the locations I went into is actually three out of the six. I went to, I saw amazing traffic. Um, I saw um, people that were in ready to buy. And so I asked the franchise owners, I said, you know, so why are you closing? Are you just like wanting to do something else or you want to start um, a different brand or leave Pearl or, you know, what, what's the reason for your starting? And now I knew their numbers were um, that they were struggling. They were not breaking even. So they were losing money. And uh, they were like, we just, we just not been able to get, get it things up and going and we've been losing money for the last two or three years. And I'm looking at the numbers that I have. And then I I started to just kind of ask questions and do what I did in, in my corporate stores. And I asked the, the owners, which normally are doctors that, that are running those. So I went and talked to the doctors and um, said, you know, do you want to stay open? And they were like, well, yeah, I'd love to stay open, but I just, I can't do this another year. And I said, so if I can help you and support you in the process um, to stay open, because 
I don't think you should be closing. Just me being here visiting today um, and going through some of your numbers and seeing some of the things you've done. First of all, there's some low-hanging fruit that will immediately increase your profit if you're willing to do the work to actually keep the location open. And, and they were kind of all, every last one was kind of like, uh, is she really? And I was like, you you can still close, but while we are open, would you be willing to try some of these things? And they were like, well, yeah. And I said, it's going to be uncomfortable. Um, it's going to frustrate you. And I might make you upset a few times because <laughs> I'm going to be asking you to do things that you've not done before. Right. And um, and so they they trusted me. They trusted me um, to come in and uh, and work with them. And I spent a lot of time in those franchise stores. We got things turned around those stores stayed open. And that was my first thought of how many small businesses are closing right. because they don't know what they don't know. Yep. They didn't ask for help. Um, they just yep. would fig- kept trying to figure it out with no new knowledge, no new um, information. And so when I went in, I immediately saw like, oh, we could, that could be fixed. That could be, it was, it was a lot of stuff that was just yeah. hanging through. And, and again, that, that was, was your cumulative experience coming together. But again, again, it was a different translation of what you were doing before corporate versus entrepreneurs, right? Right. Cause that's what these right. guys were, which obviously led you in. Hey, before, right. I don't want to run out of time here. Let's mm-hmm. touch on the next, uh, you know, part of your program where you're working with individuals and entrepreneurs, you know, to get them from uh, two figure numbers to five figure number, yes. six figure number, whatever it is. So share with the audience real quickly about that. Yes, we help um, uh, black women entrepreneurs to create a digital um, program by taking what they already know, love and do um, and creating and turning it into a product that people are looking for, that people desire. So we walk them through our step by step system uh, to help them to be able to launch their product online. Um, They stay with us um, for a while in the process for us to help them launch their product, market their um, product um, so that they can start generating revenue from anywhere in the world. Um, And some of our clients have generated enough revenue to leave their corporate job and just do that. Um, Some have generated revenue enough to uh, stop doing what they started their business to do and really just focus on the teaching aspect of their uh, company. So we've had uh, some amazing women come through our training and through our course and are surprised when they are able to launch a course and make five figures in one launch, then they're ready to do it um, again so that they're able to um, create uh, six figures and then double that six figures. And then they just keep going uh, from there. Wow. And yeah, that's our, our Bosspreneur wow. Business Circle community. Yeah, that I love that story. And, and boy, you know, uh, I mean, what a gift. Uh, you know, in this, where's God at in all this? When you when you work with people, how do you inter- introduce uh, them to to uh, God and you being a Christian? Because you're working with people from all walks of faith or no faith, right? Yeah. How, how yeah. do you do that? How do you enter into that? And you know, I I, I show up um, with my faith, and I I really assess um, the the situation, um, and when it just comes into my my heart to to. Uh, share or to speak something about it, then I do. But um, but I, it's really just how I show up. Even some of the companies that I've worked with, that has been part of an a, a attractor to them. It's like, oh, she worked with um, Christian women, or she works with women of faith, and she and then they brought me in um, to do work with them. So it's been um, an attraction um, to some, but the results is the attraction to um, others. And so I go in and do 
the work that I'm supposed to do. And if I identify or we find out that they are believers as well, that just sweetens the pot for me. I love it. Real quick, because I don't want to gloss over this is really important, but let me let me tell you, folks, you got to text us at 224-404-1988. Everybody that does, I told you, you're going to get the free 40 days of prayer, the link to that, all the stuff. She's got all kinds of goodies out there. But here's a special one. You're going to get the 40 days of prayer for my business book that she authored. The first uh, person that texts us at 224-404-1988 with the word, the keyword, bosspreneur, B-O-S-S-P-R-E-N-E-U-R, is going to receive a copy of this book, and you're going to want that book, okay? So get out there and do that. Um, I want to land on something, too, that is just, I know it's heart-inspired, and it's really terrific what you're doing. Uh, let's talk briefly about I Support Her and mm-hmm. what that initiative is. Yeah, that I support her. Um, I've been in. The, I've had the initiative for three years, and what we were doing is helping to um, support uh, women who started nonprofits. So we had a. I support her has a lot of different products. We have shirts and hats, and the money, the proceeds would go towards a nonprofit that uh, we partnered with that was really near and dear to us. It was our give back um, in the company, and in 2020, um, you know, God led me in a different direction with I support her. And it's just like, um, he foresees, of course, foresaw things that I did not. And support is an acronym. S is for how do I show up for her? How do I unite and collaborate with her? How do I put my money where my mouth is for her? How do I pay it forward to her? How do I open doors for her? How do I reveal my resources to her? And how do I train and teach her is the acronym for support. And in 2020, with the pandemic um, happening and with um, Black Lives Matter um, happening as well, so it was 41% of Black businesses closed, gone. Mm out of here um, compared to 17% of non-Black businesses that um, closed. And so for me, that was just um, heart-wrenching to me because I knew that was families that were affected. I knew that that was uh, um, uh, generations. I just knew that that was was a huge impact. And so um, when that happened in prayer, um, I started thinking, well, we can just shift. I support her to really focus on that. So we um, uh, switched and shift the nonprofit, the 501c3, uh, to I support um, her. And we provide um, funding, uh, microfunding for Black women entrepreneurs. We provide business um, resources. So each month there's a different um, person that will do a training um, within for the community for I support her. But um, $2,000, and $10,000, not loans, I said loans, but grants. Um, that we give these businesses because sometimes it's just, I might need a whole new computer system and that changes the game um, for me. So we wanted to be able to make it easier as opposed to uh, right now, black women only get, women get 2% of funding for businesses and black women get less than that. And so this was a way for us to be able to help um, strengthen the community um, by being able to provide funds. I love it, Becky. God bless you. Uh, God's going to be all over that and bless it, believe me. Thank you. Uh, listen, uh, how is the best way for people to get a hold of you, Becky, if they want to get a hold of you and learn more? 
Yes, you can go to BeckyADavis.com to learn more about me, what I do, and um, isupporther.org to learn about our our give back uh, of helping uh, Black women entrepreneurs with um, funding as well. And you can follow me on all social media is at Bosspreneur. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can't believe we're through the first three segments already. So, Father, uh, guys, again, get out there in Texas at 224-404-1988. Everybody that does is going to get the 40 days of prayer for my business challenge. The link to that got lots of goodies online, but the one person that texts us at 224-404-1988 with the keyword bosspreneur, B-O-S-S-P-R-E-N-E-U-R is going to receive a signed copy of Becky's book. And you're going to want that. Okay. Listen, we're coming back and we've got a mystery subject that we're going to round table between uh, Becky and I. So you got to come back. Is it, it's a mystery right now, okay? We'll be right back. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, well, welcome back to our last segment. I'm here with Becky Davis, my special guest out of Atlanta. She's the present CEO, author, speaker, podcaster, everything about for MVP work, and uh, she's got a bunch of different programs we've already talked about. So if you didn't get the first segments, please go out there and download it. You can listen to it. But we've picked out what kind of subject today, Becky? Are we going to roundtable? Yeah, we're going to talk about why businesses stay stuck so long before they ever get help. Yeah. So what's your thoughts on that? What, what are you seeing out there and what do you think is behind that? You know, what I see is by the time I get a call to come in, uh, the business is at a really bad place, sometimes financially. Um, Definitely um, uh, morale is is always at the worst place that it could be. Um, And I think that um, that people don't reach out until it's like at the very last minute. One, because, you know, I'm the boss, I'm the leader. I should know this, but you don't. (laughs) And you need some help. (laughs) You need some help. Um, But I think that's a part of why um, they don't get help until it's on the very last um, leg of survival. It reminds me, Bob, I was working with a client. They called me out. I did a consultation and I went out to their location. They had a brick and mortar store. They they sold popcorn and she and her husband brought me in family owned business. And I was there for a few minutes before we got a chance to sit down and talk. So I'm just kind of observing. And remember, I'm a retailer, so I know how right. to run that business. Right. And when I sat down with the uh, with the couple to talk about some of the issues. Now they called me in because they had issues. And as we started to talk about them, I started to share um, some some insights that that I had. And every time I would share something, uh, uh, the the wife would say, "No, we tried that. That didn't work." And mm. nope, we tried that. That I mean, yeah. it was just over and over again. <laughs> right. And so, by after a few minutes, I said, "Okay, let's just be. Let me just let me just lay it out on the line." Um, it sounds like you're not ready to make any change. But let me tell you what I've noticed as I've sat here for 30 minutes. And and then I just share with her, seven people have walked in your store, haven't purchased anything. They've walked out because the people behind your counter are coming out when they want to. And then they go back in there. They don't ask people to help them. They've never greeted them. I said, so your dollar issue is with the people that you have. Now, my guess is that they're family, which is why they are here. But there's a way to address family. But you probably don't want to address family because I'm seeing what's going on here. And I said, so I just think maybe this is not the right time for you. And I gave her my card and I was grabbing my stuff and her husband said, wait. 
And and I stopped and he sat down. He he looked at her. He said, she's right in everything he said. Everybody, <laughs> all, these people, they're not doing what we need them to do. They barely show up. That he Everything. He said, if we don't get some help now, we're going to lose our stuff because they had already went into their their personal savings and they had some of their personal, their house was mortgage, everything. He said, if we don't fix this now, we might as yep. well just close everything down. Right. Yeah. She, was, she just didn't want to change it. Yeah. You know, one of the things I guess I would kind of put the nail on, on that subject is basically uh, one of the things I believe is stopping people is their pride. Uh, yes. You know, that that pride goes before the fall. Right. Yep. And uh, I, I think that that's one of the things, you know, mm-hmm. plus the fact, too, that they don't know what they don't know. But pride gets in the way. To your right. point, I, I sh- I'm the boss. I should know that I'm, I'm going to tough it out. I'm going to get through this by myself. And one of the things that uh, that was very helpful for me many years ago is to get mentors and get coaches yes. and yes. have other people. You can't go this alone. Especially mm-hmm. when you're an entrepreneur, small business, or you cannot go this alone. So, getting into a program like you, where you come up alongside of them, you can help them, you can put a team around them. Uh, the same thing I I tell people all the time about my experience with C12. You know, mm-hmm. when I came to the Lord, you know, only 20 years ago, <clears throat> I was uh, blessed by being able to be introduced to that organization, and I mean, it made a 180 shift in my business and my thinking because all of a sudden I realized this wasn't my business. This mm-hmm. is God's business. This yeah. is a gift, and I'm the steward of this gift. So I've got to do every single thing possible to make sure that I'm living up to the standard that God's placed on me, right? right. <clears throat> and right. so uh, I just encourage folks out there, listeners, you can't go this, get help. I don't care where you get the help from, but get help. Get out of your own way because uh, this is a big deal. And if you don't want to, like Becky said, lose it all. Uh, or be severely in debt, then you really need to, uh, you know, start seeking the other help. Um, as Cubby once said, seek first, you know, before you seek first to understand before being understood, right? Exactly. Um, I've had the same thing, Becky. We're, we're dealing with the same the same kind of businesses together. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine's all B two B though. I don't do any uh, B two C kind of businesses. But unlike you, you've got your 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 practice covers both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is really focused more on B two B. And, uh, and that's even a tougher, kind of a tougher deal because now you're going up against, like you said, professional buyers. These aren't people walking in off the street and making more of an emotional buy or something like that. These folks are pretty calculated, you know, so, and it's not for uh, nickels and dimes. These are hundreds of thousands of dollars that that they're making decisions on. So it's, it's not usually done in a vacuum. There's usually number of people that you have to be involved with. So it gets complicated. Yeah. And, and you know, and one of the of, things that I find too is that people, um, they will invest money in adding other things like the popcorn company. They were trying to add all these different flavors because maybe that will attract them. And it was like, <laughs> that's not the issue. It's right. it, You don't have a popcorn issue. You have right. a people issue and you have a profit issue. And until right. you deal with those two, the popcorn is not going to, to get it. And so by the time they do need the help like that, that um, couple, uh, they needed the help, but they were like, we're strapped for dollars. Yeah, you put it all into all of this other stuff that's not going to, that was not going to move um, the needle, but being able to put it in a place where this is going to help me one way or the other. And I know that I have done everything that I can do when I get um, this help that I need, because none of us, we don't know everything. Someone knows more. Uh, for me, I'm one of those people that I like to cut my learning curve. So I will, 
get the knowledge that I need or hire someone to help me with the knowledge that I need to cut my learning curve down as opposed to just keep hitting my head up against the brick wall and hoping that it never bleeds. Do you, uh, Becky, do you, uh, on a, a regular basis, do you pray for your clients and do you pray for, with them or do you pray for them separate of that? Or how do you approach that? Both. I, I definitely pray, pray. anytime I, I bring on a new client, I am praying about that client and that relationship. And then the clients that I know are um, spiritual, what makes those clients, I, those are the clients that are near and dear to my heart specifically because when they are struggling, I can use scripture to help right. them to see it totally different than the way that they are seeing, or I can tap into their their faith. Well, why why can't you do this? Because based on who you serve, that's a mental block you need to have. So it just helps me <laughs> to be able to change the conversation and then and strengthen their faith um, and their belief on this walk as well too. Um, and for me, that's that's the sweet spot. The sweet spot. Yeah, I, I tell you, that's a, such a blessing when I have. Christian clients or people of faith that I can pray for their business openly. Uh, you know, when we have a meal together, we can pray over the meal. We can pray over the yeah. business. They can pray over a lot of, different, as you know, you run into, it's not just basic, basic business problems. You're talking about pet people. You're talking about family. I mean, there's a whole different set yeah. of things, dynamics that happens in this class of businesses that we're talking about. And there's a heck of a lot of them out there, right? Yes. <laughs> Thank goodness there is. That's a pretty big <laughs> green field we have to work in. Yes. <laughs> and, and we're not out there to boil the ocean and take out care of all of them. We just want to find the, the, the a few good ones, you know. Exactly. Hey, listen, real quick, Becky, let them know again how they reach you. How can they best place to reach you? Yes, you can go to BeckyADavis.com. Make sure you put the A in there. BeckyADavis.com. Um, or you can go to I support her Inc. Um, dot org and all of my social media, everything on social media is boss for Noor. And then you'll, you should see me pop up if you just Google boss for Noor. Okay. Um, all the things we do. And we want to remind you, get out there at faithmarketplace.com, where we equip entrepreneurs, small business owners with resources, community to make a kingdom impact, to glorify our mighty God while gaining inspiration from Marketplace Theaters. We're going to be back next Saturday here on AM 1160, noon to one o'clock. And we've got other special guests coming up, but this one, I got to tell you, knocked it out of the park, folks. So get out there and check her out, Becky A. Davis. We're going to be back next week. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.